0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Preview podcast for issue number 45 of the Bad Carity funky podcast. Uh this week we're going to be...
1: episode the what? The, the midlife, mid-life
0: crisis. crisis episode. Oh god. <laughs> um fuck. This week we're going to be talking about season 2 of Daredevil uh, that was premiered exclusively on Netflix which has just had a fantastic track record uh, with just high-quality shows in general. Uh, Tonight for the preview podcast, I want to ask you guys, what superhero would you like to see get the TV treatment on Netflix, the 13-episode run? And Hmm. let's start with Sergio. We we never start with you, dude, man. Hmm.
2: And all right. Now, now, one thing a lot of people might give me a lot of flack on. Uh, <laughs> I would love to see the CW's Flash. Anything from the CW, pretty much, like the Arrow, the Flash, because I really like the Flash, but it needs that edge. So right now, it has that that uh, it has that lack of edge, where it's just like, oh, it's on regular TV, so your parents have to <laughs> like it. The whole family has to get
1: involved. They put the uh, cookie cutter drama on it.
2: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, it's like since it's on the CW, they have a certain fan base they need to cater to, and I I don't really care for that whatsoever. But then when you cut all of that out of the show, it's a really good show. But then they don't go further than that. You know, they don't have like these like real life situations. Like uh, like Daredevil is so good because I, I. it just does a really good job of it, of it being real. You know, Mac Mardock getting hurt. Uh, you'll see he still has scars on his face and, and and blemishes from when he got beat up. And just the way they, the characters talk to each other, it's real. You know, when you watch The Flash in CW, it's really a drama. You know, the way they carry on with everything, and it it's uh, it, it really does get to me. Because here he is, like trying to be the Flash, and I know it's like an origin story and, and everything, but he's all like, i my God, I'm doubting myself." And then some character comes to like, "Well, oh, Barry, you think you can do it?" And he's like, "Really, you?" think so because again the whole family has to enjoy it and watch it because it's on regular tv but netflix doesn't have to do that netflix can just be like i'm trying to be the flash and stuff and you know a villain comes out of nowhere and it's like oh my god and he's just like i can do it yeah i'm the flash and i don't know i think it would have a better feeling imagine the production team behind daredevil doing the flash you know it's like Zack snyder doing batman and superman you know, it's not all like, uh, I'm Superman. I'm here for truth and justice. Yeah. It's all like, oh, my God, I'm Superman. <laughs> I don't They're know. So I think
0: hard. I'm Superman.
2: Exactly. It's just like, uh, I don't know if I should be Superman anymore. Uh, God, Lois, I have to go talk to him or kill him. I don't know. I have to go now. And she's like, wait, what are you talking about? The Batman's like, I'm here. Do you bleed? And it's, uh, it's so good. Yeah. So yeah, I think the Flash... Right.
0: I, th- I think some characters like have that grit and it, it goes nicely with them. Like Batman, obviously and Superman um has been more recently, it kind of goes with them. Although I do kind of miss like the, uh, the goody two shoes because that's just like the dynamic between those two was like they're yeah. polar opposites. But I mean, it works in, in Zack Snyder's world But the flash. I don't know. Like, He's never like. I mean, like the CW exaggerates it too much with like the man. I can't even run unless Iris loves me, and I agree <laughs> with that. It gives me a great time to check my social media and my email. It really does.
2: I just like like you know like I look at my food and I eat it, or like I, I check I check. Oh, here's some email that came in, and then it's like blah 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 blah. Run, Barry, run! And he's like, okay, I can do it now. Gladly
0: grab a Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, there's, <laughs> there's like there's a happy, there's a happy medium in there somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. <laughs> what <the> fuck was? <laughs> I think Supergirl would really
2: benefit from oh, yeah. Netflix treatment. Yeah, Supergirl like- can easily like her, <sighs> her story
0: lends herself to gritty. She was like supposed to destroy Clark. It was like this. I remember reading it in um, I think it was the Batman Superman comic book uh, around the um, the apocalypse storyline. So, like, what they did—the animated story or the animated movie adaptation of—where yeah. it was revealed that she was really brought to Earth to end Kal-el, not to protect him. And there's this whole like duality between her and like you know she doesn't realize that until the end that her dad is really a bastard and he was always jealous of jor and all this stuff. So, Supergirl for sure, like she could really benefit some from like a, a Netflix. I completely agree with that. That'd be awesome, especially if we see
2: the uh, the, one of my favorite stories that I read was the Red Daughter of Krypton, where she gets the Red Lantern ring.
0: Like, that would be insane to see. Dude, that sounds so dope. Holy shit. Dude. That's so corny sounding to me. It's just like she's angry. Whoever's angry, just give him a red lantern ring. Give him a <laughs> give him a green lantern ring.
2: I I, I like I like that though because you know she's all like everyone uh, in this story was like doubting her and stuff. And something happened to Superman where he went away. I think yeah. like was that? I think that was around the time where something happened to him where he was out in space. I think that's when like the whole him like He's turning into Doomsday in thing space. was happening. He's always I think. in space. Like, yeah, always. he was in space doing like space business, and then yeah, uh, you know, but but like before he left, like she like she felt like she wasn't being taken seriously. And uh, the, the leader of the Red Lantern somewhere else is – meanwhile, somewhere else in space, the leader of the Red Lantern Corps was trying to make the Red Lanterns again. And uh, the Red Lantern ring is crazy. It's uh, it's like rage, right? Because you're, it, it, it replaces your your blood with this like fiery napalm lava. Yeah. It's yeah, it's,
0: it's pretty crazy. But like for me, so like when um, – like when you hear like all this like um, this marketing stuff and all the – like with movies and like I don't really hear it a lot of the time. I hear it all the time with comic books. So it's just like, hmm, Supergirl. Okay, she's kind of by the wayside. Oh man, how can we? How can we make her cooler? What are the kids? What are the kids like? The kids like Rage, right? Yeah. Oh, they love the Red Lanterns. Oh my God. Oh my God. What if we give her a Red Lantern ring? Oh yeah. my God. We'll sell so. We'll sell so many comics. it will be great. And it's just like you know, she hasn't oh, really been angry. Is that, that what that is? Angry... Is that what the whole
2: story is? I mean, it works because I I really dug it.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, like, it's the same thing with happens with movies. It's just, like, the way it goes. And, like, a lot of this stuff doesn't happen in comics. You know, with the more indie uh, titles, they just kind of get to do whatever they want. But with the big guys, oh, yeah, there's, like, a, there's a guy that's in charge of that and making sure everyone's in one cohesive continuity, which doesn't always work, which is why they have to, like, you know, reset it every once in a while. Um, but, you know, if you ever, like, see those epic-wide, like, you know, uh, company-wide epic arcs, That's when they really like you. They're like, so for example, let's say Dave's working on one story and you're working, you search, you're working on another story. And I am the head of everything. And I'm like, you know what? What we're going to do, World War Wonder Woman. It's great. There's alliteration. It's great. You both have to (laughs) rework exactly what you're (laughs) doing mid arc. (laughs) I don't care. You're going to rewrite everything to include World War Wonder Woman. And that's how it goes. Like, you could be in the middle of a really cool arc. uh, And actually, it happened in Flashpoint. Uh, I was reading Booster Gold month to month at that time. And Flashpoint happened. And it was great. It was awesome. But it just, like, interrupted. Like, I was about to find out who Rip Hunter's mother was. Because I found out that Booster Gold was his dad. Like, I was about to find out all these cool mysteries. And when Flashpoint happened, it erased everything. There are so many cliffhangers I have from that series that were never, ever resolved because of Flashpoint into the new 52.
2: Mm. So that's oh, yeah. I remember, I remember. Uh, there's a podcast where uh, where where you, you Casey, and Amber were going back and forth on that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that was back in the day. That probably must have been one of the first ones. Yeah. Uh, one
2: dollar goes to the listener exist. who
0: finds it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Here's, Here's a the dollar, hint: it's group. not Buckaroo Banzai.
2: <laughs> which doesn't exist.
1: Uh, but yeah, I
2: think I think like that story alone. Because because like right now, what they're doing on was it CBS or whatever? It's oh man, it's so hokey. And even and I like the flash crossover and you know they did it, you know, because it was just like it was the most unnecessary crossover ever on T V. Yeah. But you know they did it because I guess ratings might have been going down or something. Even though there's yeah. still a lot of people who watch Supergirl for some odd strange reason, uh I guess they were like, Oh, you know it'd be cool if Barry Allen uh broke the time space continuum barrier or whatever, and went through dimensions and ended up in Supergirl's world. And it was a pretty good episode. You know, he was like, Oh, do you guys have, uh, like, I'm the, she was like, Who are you? He's like, I'm the Flash. Who? And then, and then he's like, Who are you? I'm Supergirl. And he's like, Who? And he's like, Do you guys have a Star Labs here? And uh, he's like, Oh, you have a Star Labs, but you don't have like any, you don't have a Cisco, you don't have a, another Barry. So, you know, no one to help me get back to my own, my own yeah. thing. And he was just like, This is so weird. You guys don't have like, some of the heroes that we have, or villains. This is odd. And then uh, it was pretty cool to see like Barry Allen like show her the ropes. And I was like, man, like look at this because and they, it cut down a lot of the campiness because it was just like Barry's there and he's like you know they, and in order to fit him in the world they had to get a bit more serious and less campy than they usually are. Yeah. Oh man, like it's had just, had but had at watched... the same
1: time though that kind of showed like how weak Supergirl's character is in that fucking show. It's exactly. Like, they just they took. We said before, it's like, she's in every girl in every world, you know, they put her in this, they give her powers. It's like, it just showed, like, how weak of a character they made her become. Yeah. For the sake of the drama in this fucking show. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you watched any
2: episodes since the first one, or? No, I watched, uh, I watched up to, like, episode three? Oh, okay. or something yeah, and then yeah. and it just completely just stop watching and then then the flash because the first one I think was like uh like almost an hour or something like that and then I yeah. was our second one I was like all right let me you know it's got some stuff here and the third one eh see what they get right is that they get the 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 theme right you know they get they give you the feeling that you're watching this major motion thing on TV the music's there like the camera angles are there the production quality is there but the writing is just so bad, and like uh, the actors aren't bad either; they're good actors. Like uh, M- M- Melissa Bonet, or uh, I think that's ben her name is. I think that's what you ben yeah, let's call her Melissa. Yeah, she oh, Melissa so. does does a good job. I I think she does a good job, and she's hot. Oh my god, she's hot. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, you can only do an actor can only do so much with a, a certain kind of script, with what's given to them, oh, with yeah. the direction given to them. And I think for what she's given, I think she does a good job, but. Oh, man, I, I kind of feel sorry for her. I mean, like, if she was on, like, a better show, I think she would really shine and, like, win an Oscar or something. I think she could do it, but she's on this show where it's like, all right, now in this scene, you're bringing coffee to your boss, and she's going to berate you, and you just have to take it and act all weak and stuff because that's what kind of that's what Clark does. So you, you kind of have your, your Clark character going on there. Okay, now act weak and stupid. Okay, cool. All right, now you're Supergirl. Now you're still weak and you're still stupid. Okay, keep that going. All right, perfect. Now the show's done. All right, next one, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> the whole show is just her just trying to, like, figure it out. She never, But people are like, but it's an origin story. Blah, blah. Well, haven't you guys seen any of the DC animated production? I mean, she's, she's never, like, that weak. Maybe in the first few minutes of yeah. you meeting her in any DC animated thing, and then she gets it together,
0: and she starts kicking ass. Well, that's the thing with her, too, is at least in the, the animated Superman TV show, when she showed up, she had a hard time. Like, she was supposed to act meek and stuff like that, so no one would realize that she was actually a Supergirl, and she had a super hard time with that. Um, and this one, she just, like, accepts it in the show. You know? It's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've heard it, I heard it got better. I don't know if that's true or not. <sighs>
2: Like Agents hey, of yeah. Shield better, quote unquote. Or,
0: uh, well, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I can't tell you. I haven't I haven't watched Supergirl because I watched uh, the first. You watched more than me. I watched the first episode <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck <laughs> this shit." Well, from what I've seen from
2: the Flash, from the Flash uh, crossover, like she's still acting the same way. She's okay. still in the same tropes. Uh, you know, her and Jimmy Olsen are still oh like trying to God. figure it even out get or me
0: whatever. Fucking started on that.
2: God, Jimmy dude.
0: <laughs> I know. Do you mean Tyrese Gibson? Is that what you mean?
2: Tyrus Skips, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Tyrese Gibson. We need a handsome love interest. Here we go. And then, oh God, it's it's still it's still going on. I'm like, what? How many episodes is this thing into? Yeah. And then, uh, Allie, and she's Alan McBeal to me. Alan McBeal. Oh yeah, is uh, you know is telling you know like like uh, car or whatever. whatnot Oh, if you want to get him, make him jealous. Find another guy. I'm like, what? What is this? <laughs> Who's writing this? Terrible. Oh um, God, I, I don't want to scream. Women writers, because that sounds sexist. But women writers.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I might I might like binge it or something over the summer if it, if it goes on Netflix, but like not really looking forward to it. Yeah, I know
2: because like you, you watch it just to just to kind of I know people that watch it to, to, to stay current. I just watched episodes yeah. one, two, three didn't watch. And then I saw, oh, they're doing a flash crossover. OK, I like the flash Let me watch it. And then all the stuff with the flash was good. And then all the stuff on her own was terrible.
0: I'll put, <laughs> I'll put it to you this way. I dislike the first episode so much. I am not going out of my way on the internet to find the world's finest episode. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, I'll catch it when I catch it. Yeah. Not fucking worried. And it's I, hard. I really like the Flash TV show. Like the fact that they crossed over actually kind of like bums me out because like I don't want to watch Supergirl. <laughs> I
2: know, dude. See, oh, seriously. I just, I just needed to just to stay current. You know, just to see yeah. what people are going to be talking about, you know, like having like, you know, a bad Cody Funky and everything just in yeah. case. And Yeah, because I have people who, who ask me, oh, have you seen Rebels? Have you seen this? Oh, uh, if, if Star Wars Rebels had like the Netflix original, it, it in a crazy universe, in a parallel dimension where Netflix can do Star Wars... Okay. Uh I think yeah, right. it would it would it would it would do good because what I'm seeing from Rebels, oh my god. Did you guys watch that last episode with Darth Maul and everything? No, don't say, any,
0: don't say anything. I'm not caught up yet. Um I'm going oh, okay. I I got to really binge on it, but like based on when, when I the last one I saw is when Ahsoka had like owned those two inquisitors
1: like yeah.
0: by herself. Um that's the last one I saw and it like based on like again what I've seen, it has been getting darker. It's been taking a page out of the Clone Wars book where it was just like you know, it was like, "Hey, Snips, Hey, Skywalker, let's go do some things." Into like all this, like Darth Sky guy. I hate
1: that she used to call him Sky yeah, guy. It's like, oh, it I hated so that. So but much. then it,
0: it evolves into this, like, you know, you see the descent of Anakin, and you see how the Clone Wars do. do. Yeah, like you kind of really like you get to see Darth Maul again. Like they bring back Darth Maul, which is fucking awesome because he's just like batshit crazy. Doesn't make sense <laughs> how he's alive at all, but he's just like so crazy that I just didn't care. And he's just murdering everyone. And he goes toe-to-toe with the Emperor. Like, that was such a cool yeah, fight. Yeah,
2: that was a cool fight. And yeah. and there are really cool parts in it. It's as if, like, okay, the really cool parts that I liked are directed by someone, and then everything else is directed by, like, somebody else. Yeah. You know, it. Can, and and I, I do think there are, like, different directors for some of the shows, just like on uh, Game of Thrones. There are different oh, sure. directors yeah. and producers. Yeah. Um but uh, yeah, yeah, so I won't say anything about that episode, but yeah, just like the Clone Wars, like some episodes of Rebels I felt like are an interpretation of Star Wars, uh, you know, akin to how Jesse Eisenberg's character was an interpretation of no. well, that's I
0: think that's a bit different because like, you know, that exists in its own continuity, whereas Rebels is in continuity of all of the Star Wars movies.
2: Yeah, but to me, I, I see it as an interpretation of Star Wars. Like, like this isn't Star Wars. This is someone who's like, oh, this star cool to put on the screen. There we go. Then lightsabers are toothpicks, and well, these-
0: so like I was rewatching uh, Empire the other day with mm-hmm. a lady, and some of like the sh- the a- angles of that, their uh, lightsabers looked
1: like toothpicks. There actually is story behind that why they chose to do go the toothpick thing. And it makes oh yeah, there's actually canonical like behind it. So basically, in A New Hope, they're fighting with toothpicks, pretty much. If you see their lightsabers, Mm -hmm. they're super, super thin. And then, and then the Empire Strikes Back, they're still toothpicks, but they're still bigger. Then finally, like in Return of the Jedi, they're much, much bigger. That's because when we show up in the A New Hope, the force has almost dwindled, so it's all dark side. Barely anyone other than like four people in the galaxy are using the force and lightsabers draw their energy from the force using the kyber crystal in some way, shape or form. Mm. So that's why they're all toothpick looking because not as many, there's not as many force users as there used to be. As in with the prequel trilogy, they're big, they're thick, they're bright because the Jedi number in the thousands. So there's uh. thousands of force users. And it with the same thing with rebels. Rebels takes place between the two trilogies. So of course their lightsabers aren't going to be the same way. They're, they're still going to cut through shit, but they're not going to be as thick and powerful because there's not as many Force users. Well, then how come in The Force Awakens they're not toothpicks? Because basically it's with... Kylo Ren's a strong Force user, so he's like, um, what's his face? Um, Snoke. Luke was creating Force users. He found other people that are Force-sensitive, so they're out Mm. there more than there used to be, except a few people are drawing on it.
2: Interesting.
0: Makes sense. So all the all of like sort of like the, the the force, I guess the force of the force. Is such a stupid sentence. The force of the force uh is more concentrated on that one lightsaber than it would be in, say, for example, between the prequel and the original trilogy, because there's still like a couple of different Jedi running around different parts of the galaxy. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, interesting. Hmm. Makes sense to me. Hmm.
2: Yeah. So, Dave, uh, what do you think would be good on on Netflix? Have the Netflix treatment?
1: Um, I might. I would like to see the Wolverine origin story have a Netflix treatment. Ooh, Ooh. think about it, James Howlett. You know, going yeah. through the decades, damn, fighting in like World War One, World War Two, the Spanish American War. Like seeing James, we're not seeing Wolverine or Logan, we're seeing James Howlett before he gets to adamantium skeleton.
2: James Howlett.
1: Hmm. I would love to see that because it could be it could get dark and gritty. And we d- we get to see Wolverine or let James like, you know, become Logan pretty much. Yeah. And the last episode could be him getting like the adamantium treatment.
0: That would be really cool. Like, I wouldn't even end it on that. I would end it um, the way the comic did for Wolverine Origins, which is just like he wanders into the Canadian wilderness and that's it. Like, because if... the Oh, yeah.
1: The, well, that's what I mean. Like, it ends, like, sometime right when he gets, like, the Animantium. Like, but I wouldn't even
0: there. show that. He just goes into the wilderness and cut. That's it. You don't see any Weapon X or any of that, because that's all in the movies at that point. That's true, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, like, a very ominous kind of thing. Him against the wilderness and the bears and everything. It'd be really cool. But, yeah, that book was awesome.
1: And think, I mean, I, like, a couple, like, went through my head. Like, I was thinking, like... Maybe see, like, I would love to see Highlander, Highlander get that treatment again, but or maybe even Conan, but it's like, the more I thought about it, it's like, no, Wolverine would be great, so give me it, give me that going through the decades, you know? Yeah. And he's already, by nature, really dark and gritty in how he is. Sure, yeah. And it's such a great character to see us have a series with and see him progress and just, because he, he literally goes through changes. He goes from being a scared little boy to just, like, literally an animal.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be yeah that'd be really cool I agree that's fucking awesome show a little bit of saber teeth in there too maybe
1: yeah, yeah that's it guys that's gonna be our project we have to bring Wolverine to Netflix
0: <laughs> Um, for me I would really love to see a Hawkeye Netflix TV series um, but more based on the Matt Fraction run where it shows what he does when he's not Hawkeye so he has like a pretty shitty apartment in the city that he just kind of crashes <laughs> at and he, like, goes on these, like, little misadventures that have nothing to do with the Avengers or anything else, but they're really ridiculous. Um, I think that would be re- really, really fucking cool. And I think it's uh, – he has – I th- I can't remember who it was. There was some chick that, like, keeps on, like, barging into his apartment that was a superhero. It might be Mockingbird, I want to say, who is uh, actually in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. right now. Um, but she keeps on, like, just showing up and, like, bothering him and stuff like that, so – That'd be really cool to see, like, the everyday life of the Marvel Cinematic Universe through the eyes of Hawkeye.
1: Why not just see, like, the modern everyday world of, like, just all the superheroes? Just see what they do day to day. You know, like... Yeah. How does, like... How does Captain America go through his... Go through his day? Knowing, like, going from the 40s to, like, now, it's like, huh. A lot of shit is happening. that'd be interesting. I'd like Mm. to see that. Right? Like, how he transitions and what he does and how loud New York has gotten or... Maybe in case, his case, how dirty New York has gotten. You know, it's just like... Sure, yeah. Watching movies and, like, flipping out because how realistic they look. You know? Yeah. Like, watching Save and Private Ryan, he starts bawling his eyes out, like, in the freaking... Like, in, in the center aisle. Mm.
0: Actually, you know what would be a really cool thing, too? If They did an Iron Giant uh, Netflix series. Oh. Yeah. Make it more, like, anthology, though, so it's not... Oh, it's oh. not, um or maybe no like so it's a little bit of both like we get to see like Hogarth grow up and stuff like that and the giant interacting with other people in the world
1: that'd be cool yeah and Hogarth just waiting for the giant to come back yeah so i get the oh. way i would i guess i would
0: structure it is every other episode would be about it would swap between the two so like episode 1 is about Hogarth as like a teenager or something like that and episode 2 is what the iron giant's doing at that point and then episode three is like, you know, again, Hogarth at a different point in his life. And then the Iron Giant, what he's doing at that point, And then at the end, like the finale is they're reunited somehow. So that way, if you just want to learn about Iron Giant, you can just watch every
1: other episode. And vice versa. I know, like, I don't know if you guys watch Gotham or not, but I love watching. I, I bring it up just because I know how the last episodes going to end, like whenever it happens six, seven years from now. Basically, it's Bruce Wayne's little boy right now. Right yeah and I just know the last episodes gonna end with him putting on that cape and cowl like I oh, can't yeah. wait it's gonna be six years from now pretty much maybe you seven so? you think that's how it's gonna end it makes this it makes sense cause that's how Smallville ended pretty much right but I
0: mean like so like Gotham like based on what I've seen on it isn't really so much about younger Bruce as it is about James Gordon.
1: you're right. it is a lot about James Gordon but like a lot of the episodes recently we start seeing like Bruce, Bruce. becoming Batman. Okay. Like certain things he's doing to become Batman, like putting himself at risk, or like interrogating people, or just fighting back, and how he's fighting. Isn't he a little and, kid? Oh, he is, but you can tell like the way he's talking, he's becoming Batman. Like certain things, like there's a part where he gets taken hostage by like these like this cult, mm-hmm. um, the cult that uh, Azrael's part of, basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So they take him hostage and they free him. They get rid of him and they're like, "Weren't you scared?" He goes, "Ash." He goes, "No, I was." Excited I want to see What they would do next And he said I had a plan to get out I didn't need you guys And they're like But you're a little boy And he goes No I had a plan I knew how to get out And again Because he got He's getting excited Excited about it You could see Him becoming Batman Or he had himself Kidnapped with this other girl And like the girl Was like basically Was supposed to kill him Pretty much So he paid like these guys To kidnap him And pretend to interrogate And torture him Just so she could freak out And just spill her beans Hmm Stuff like that. It's like you could see him becoming the Bat little by little. And I hope, I really hope the last episode ends with him putting on the cape and cowl. I don't know. I think, so he still has to travel the world. He does. He's kind of doing that now in this season, okay. technically, but they're doing it in a very sitcom way. That know? doesn't sit
0: well with my stomach a- right
1: now. Again, they're doing it in a very like y way. Well, what do you, you mean? Know? So he basically ran away from Wayne Manor. And he told Alfred, "Don't look for him. He'll be fine." Yeah. And he's basically living on the streets of Gotham with like uh, Selina Kyle. Yeah, but that's not traveling the world. That's again, they're technically doing it in that's a sitcom, he sitcom kind of way. You know, because nice. he wants to learn how it is to be like a criminal, to be a bad guy, and do this kind of like uh, um, Batman Begins. Sure. Yeah. So they probably will touch on it somewhere, but again, they're doing it in a very, very sitcom way. Just like The Flash or like Arrow. Like if you just get rid of the sitcom-y shit that they throw in there just because of, you know, sitcoms and like well, producers or whatever. That's there is like, a pretty good underlying That's story. not like sitcom though. Sitcom is situational comedy. I mean, just like with the <laughs> drama they throw in there just because yeah. reasons, you know? Okay, just, yeah. Fair enough. Um, Something else I just thought of too.
0: Gears of War, Netflix TV oh. show. Oh,
1: that would be sick.
0: Be that really would be really, fun,
1: really cool, cool, man.
0: I'm sitting here, like, staring off into space. Like, <laughs> what else would be cool? And, like, you guys have seen my setup. I have two Marcus Phoenixes just staring at me. And I'm just like, it's just, like, going over my head. And it's, he's just like, pick me,
1: pick me, pick me. Damn that. Let's go a step further. Let's go Super Bleak. Let's go with Halo. Ooh, Halo would be really cool. Right? Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah. Tomb Raider series.
0: Yeah. That would be awesome. Gotcha, yeah. I'd love to see an Alan Wake one, too, just because I love Alan
1: Wake. I've never played it. I want to play it, but at the same time, I don't. I don't want to I've heard I don't want get oh, another that's game. Fantastic!
0: Actually, you know what? When you guys come here, I might make you play that. Like I said, make it
1: like we I'm have gotta make a choice.
0: You. You're going to sit down. And you're going to play the goddamn game.
1: We have a half a Thursday. We can do it. That's true, and a good chunk of Monday. That's true, too. Well, everyone.
2: That's all we have time for the pre-episode of the Bad Cody Funky podcast. Make sure to tune in this Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Funky. Joining us live there in the chat. Make sure to listen to us on iTunes and on SoundCloud. And thanks for listening and uh, hitting us up on our Twitters, Facebook, and Instagrams. Until Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. We'll see you later. We'll see you another time.